queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. All right, we got a lot of crown jewel and uh, a lot of backlash from Twitter this week to get into. But before we do that, uh, we do got to welcome a friend of the show on. I actually, we actually had his brother on a few weeks ago, but um, this is the other half of the partnership with Russell Rave, a new promotion here in Houston. And welcome to the show, Nick Irene. What's up, brother? Doing well, obviously, uh, Sunday, and uh, got back to watching the Texas game, so obviously it's not going well because I have a few moments to talk to you. Yeah, I, this is like one of the days it's like I'm glad not to be watching football and everything, at least not at this particular moment, because God help our Texans. In the great words of Seth Rollins, I hate football. <laughs> yeah, right now, so do I. Man, yeah. it's like my, my husband and I were at the... My husband and I were at the game last week, and I'm just sitting there, like, going, uh, when they blew that lead, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I'm not doing it right now, but it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, well, before we get into what's going on with your promotion and everything, we do have a little bit of a tradition here on the show and everything. So we always ask a newcomer to the show, how did you get into wrestling as a fan? Well, uh, I pretty much ever since I started doing uh, podcasts, that's uh, kind of always been the question. So it's always nice to repeat it. Because okay. it gives me fuzzy memories. But uh, I remember I was flipping the channels on my old Fox TV screen at home. And I found this uh, guy who was bleeding all over the place, getting mugged and getting beat up by his su- supposed friends. And his revenge was going to come tonight. And that segment ended up being Evolution turning on Randy Orton. <laughs> And it was the week after. So it was a week after that happened. <laughs> so uh, immediately I got hooked. So, and uh, I guess uh, my mom wasn't very receptive to the idea of wrestling because wrestling in WWE in 2004 wasn't exactly the uh, cleanest product to say right. I think uh, the King Lita miscarriage angle was going on at that time. Uh, there was all sorts of other wacky things going on. Mm-hmm. and uh trish Stratus was always wrestling like half naked at that time too so not yeah. exactly a, a mother's favorite uh thing for her son to be watching of course so, oh you'll grow out of it it's just a phase um everyone has one it's just you'll have it and you'll grow out of it and for whatever reason i never grew out of it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right so we asked um we asked your brother about this and then i asked your brother about this and everything but it's like i mean but let me get your side of it too and everything like how about how WrestleRave got started like what what kind of led to like getting it out there and getting it going 
uh, whatever he told you is probably my statement. It was pretty much that we asked our stepdad who had been, who had gone uh, stage four chemotherapy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to, uh, we've always talked about it, but uh, the first time I mentioned it, it was like 13. So I didn't know what the hell um, to do at 13 as far as putting anything together. Right. And as you know, that premier arena popped up in Houston, made it somewhat affordable. So ended up uh, kind of just putting it all together. And uh, here we are, already our third show. Yeah, you got the third show coming up. crazy. Yeah, it's like uh, you're a couple shows in so far and everything. I was at the first one, um, but I missed I missed the second one and everything. So it's like everything's been going good so far? Uh, it's going well. We saw tickets available, obviously, on our WrestleRate Big Cartel site. Uh, also, our Eventbrite. Uh, our next show, obviously, is why I'm on here. is a cool sign out that's that this upcoming Saturday on October 23rd at the Houston Premier Arena. Uh, BYOB, Halloween party, dress up, you know, costume party, and watch some great wrestling. It was funny because it's like um, before the first event when we had uh, Jack, uh, uh, your brother on here and everything, it's like we were talking about the whole BYOB thing and everything. Jolie thought it was a crazy idea. But I actually, but it actually turned out very well. It's a, it is a good concept, and it's like people were well behaved, and so it's just like it was just like a good. So it's actually like a, a good twist to like a indie event and everything. So it's like it's actually it actually worked out really really well. Yeah, well, this time we'll actually have beer on sale too. So in case the BYOB people run out, we will have beer uh, available. We also are going to, uh, you know, it's a Halloween party, so we may have a little little extra surprise. Uh, to help out our party goers, our ravers. Ooh. All right. So the card for Bulls Night Out and everything. Uh, let's see. You got set. Okay. You got to talk about Action Mac, Mac, Mike Jackson. Come on. It's like 71 years old. He'll be 72 on November 10th. Wow. Still going after all these years? Still going. Still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy doesn't it does, uh wants me to call him every single time i have to talk to him so that's always fun oh <laughs> so it's nice to hear his old southern charm um nice southern charm every time i call him right oh no and then let's see uh maddie Winkowski is on the card and everything we've actually had her on the show she's absolutely wonderful oh she's fantastic Honestly, cannot believe because uh, there's two other women's shows running that same day in the greater Houston area, and I have no idea how we got her, but we did. Yeah, like Mission Pro, because I usually see her with Mission Pro uh, events and everything, so it's like how you got her, and she's not on their card and everything. It's like props to you on that one. And yeah. um, I saw your, I saw your tweet the other day that uh, Chris Carter actually had to back out. Yeah, actually, yeah, I had a scheduling conflict, so... Uh, Chris will not be on this show. Uh, we do have a, uh, we're still kind of trying to figure out what to do with Action Mike Jackson. We were obviously very looking very forward to that match, but you know what? We grind through it and uh, the change, no pun intended, um, will be for the better. Okay. Oh, man. Let's see. Any other day? Yeah, that first one I went to is like, that was actually the first event I went to. That was actually my first death match I watched in person. Well, we will have another one of those. So uh, Luchador Insane will be back. He's going against Jeff Gantz. Uh, both of them trained together in Austin uh, when they first broke in. And now they're going to mutilate their bodies for our entertainment. So that's going to be fun. 
uh, both very talented. Uh, another match we got, uh, one I'm very excited about, a first-time matchup, uh, former Ring of Honor, or I guess the current Ring of Honor, six-man tag champion Khan going against Ryan Davidson. That was a last-minute addition for the fans. Sweet. Um, another match I'm looking forward to as well, the big old Haas fight. And uh, T-Ray, Nathan Bradley. we got a lot of good matches on this card. Uh, i like to try to make it a little different than everyone else, just kind of give everyone a uh, a little healthy healthy serving of uh, everything. Uh, awesome. I definitely see no problem with that. Now, talk about, speaking of, like, different than everyone else and everything, uh, let's uh, shoot over to November. Chili Club <laughs> Carnage? Yep. Chili Club Carnage, uh, to my knowledge, pro wrestler, the first ever uh, chili cook-off slash pro wrestling events, uh, in at least in the greater Houston area, if not, uh, I, I would have to assume someone had done it at least once before somewhere else, uh, <laughs> probably in a barn in Indiana somewhere, but, um, you know what, uh, it's the first time I've ever seen it, so, uh, people love chili cook-offs, people love pro wrestling, so why not merge two and make some weird, weird, weird child out of this? <laughs> And yeah, because Carnage was born. Yeah, because it's like with the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and everything, the chili cookoffs and everything are usually around March, like late February, early March, and everything to to line up with the rodeo and everything. And it's like if, this is actually I've been in Texas all my life. This is like the first chili cookoff in November that I've ever heard of. Well, um, it's just uh, we figured that the weather hopefully will be uh, not blazing hot. I know we got a little cold front, so it's like. 85 out today so that's a cold front to us um but uh hopefully by november it's a little cooler out and uh you know we already got two participants already in the cook-off you are one of them so it's going to be uh fun to see the queen's takeover chili because we will have uh three judges and i will formally announce one of the judges uh will actually be the fans vote so you buy a ticket you get to try everyone's chili free of charge Okay. And we will have a fan, so the fans will actually have input on who actually wins. Oh, that's good because um, I'm I'm quite a talker, so it's like I can actually like pop it up and everything like that. So, <laughs> and of course, if there's anyone else who would like to uh, participate in the chili cook-off, um, it will be before the show um, at the Houston Premier Arena. Uh, as you know, for the Greater Houston people, places like Loco, New Texas, it's that arena. In case you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the entry fee is twenty dollars, and uh, for your and if you win, if our three judges, which include fans, pick uh, you as a winner, we have a custom-made championship belt in the works um, that will go to the winner of the first annual, hopefully first annual of many Chili Con Carnage cookoffs. And that was actually the thing that oh, that did it for me because it's like I've been a wrestling fan for a while and it's like when you said on the post and everything that the winner gets a wrestling belt I was like going I want that belt I will it's do whatever belt too. exactly so it's like I want that belt so it's like I'm bringing it's it only, there's only one going to be made there's only one going to be made so uh, once you once you win if you win Chili Con Carnage you keep the belt for life you don't have to come. You don't have to come back and uh, defend it next year. Uh, that belt is yours to keep. Oh, oh! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I can't wait! I'm like, I got like ideas and just oh, everything's in the works and everything. I'm so pumped! I can't wait and everything. So, um, one more question before we get you out of here and everything. So sometimes promotions have like 
um, their own championships and stuff like that and everything. Do you see foresee one? Uh, do you foresee one coming with WrestleMania in the future? Yeah, so we'll definitely have a championship at some point. We just are kind of picking the right moments and kind of seeing um, who our, our top challenger is going to be. Obviously, we try to employ as many talents as we can, um, but obviously, there's going to be one be the WrestleMania champion one day, and I think one day we will um, find find a few candidates and put them in the ring and have them go at it to determine the first world champion probably around 2020. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, um, let everybody know where they can find, where, where they can find you at tickets again, stuff like that. All the social medias. Uh, it, we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook at wrestle rave. You just type that in. You'll probably more than likely find us. Um, our Twitter is at wrestle rave HTX, the Houston initials. Houston, Texas initials, Russell Rave HTX, and you can buy tickets at WrestleRave.BigCartel.com, or you can follow us at the uh, at our Eventbrite, which also has tickets. And uh, every time the Astros win, so Monday night the Astros win, you'll get twenty percent off for the next day until we play again. So go Astros! Go Astros! All right. Well, Nick, thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, best of luck with everything, and uh, I'll see you next month. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. All righty. So I had my rants and my takes. Uh, Jester likes the whole court, so I figured the boss lady. What, what do bosses usually do that we don't like? They write people up. They fire so, people. <laughs> well, the second thing that we don't like, we don't like, we don't like them written up by our bosses. So uh, our boss lady is going to write up somebody today. So, Kayla? Okay. WWE, you say that you have these wonderful writers that they give you great ideas, which I admit some of their ideas are awesome, they suck, or whatever. But the post about Crown Jewel, about Drew McIntyre and Big E's post on the actual WWE site, had spelling mistakes galore in it. And as an editor for five years, yes, I admit I miss mistakes, but normally if I miss them, they're not as noticeable or someone behind me like, hey, you missed this. Okay, I get that. But when you post something on the site that the first thing you see is a mistake, that's not good. Um, As part of the wrestling department head and editor at EDF Sports, one thing that I always get on my writers, please make sure your wrestlers are spelled correctly and your pay-per-views are spelled correctly. In this preview or article, well, not article, post about the match, somebody misspelled McIntyre of Drew McIntyre's name. That's a big no-no. Crown Jewel, crown was spelled wrong. That's another big no-no. You guys want to make a name for yourself and make yourself look good. You need to catch your mistakes. I don't know who edits those, but that basically turned me on not to look the rest of them. So please, I mean, please check your mistakes or do us even better. Whoever's writing on the site, hire the EDS Sports uh, Wrestling Writers because I'm trialing you with our theories, our predictions, our spoilers, or anything that our ideas, our creative ideas that we have would probably make WWE top charts. And yes, we would fucking take AEW down in a heartbeat. And I'm saying that as a fan, but 
you just don't know what we have in our minds that we would love to share with you. But please watch your editing mistakes because they don't look good on you. And if you need a new editor to watch your mistakes on there, I'd be more than welcome to come write as a WWE assistant editor or whatever you need. So hit me up at Writer Chaos if you consider hiring me because that kind of disappointed me. Like it made me feel like, wow, my mistake of missing an H in my V one time looked 10 times better than you misspelling McIntyre and Crown Jewel. So yes, I didn't go completely outrageous cussing on this, but I just wanted to say, whoever's putting it up, check your mistakes because people, you're fucking getting paid to write on this website for WWE. At least you can get it fucking right. So you deserve your money. Don't bullshit it. I understand my articles. I bullshit. Hell, some of my best work is bullshitting, just trying to get it up. But yeah, on a main page like that, get it together, bitches. Thank you. <laughs> That's sad. That's that right there. <laughs> oh, that's that right there. Yeah, it's like that happened like four days ago, and she's like, going put that on the list for Sunday. Put that on the list. And it has to really be something to to piss off Kayla. <laughs> I mean, that was the first thing I went on there. I saw a crown and I sent it to my mom, and she goes, McIntyre spelled wrong too. And I go, It is? Sure enough, I went back. They misspelled McIntyre, and I said, major face palm to the face. <laughs> right? All right. So before Crown Jewel predictions, I got we got to talk about this and everything. Um, can we give, like, a good round of applause to a rook, the, the rookie of the year so far on Twitter, Top Dollar? Bro. The AEW so fucking mad that they actually had that that bitch that had the the line about my girl Simone Biles make a rap about him. Yeah, cast her, fuck him. I know exactly, but it's like you know that you how how are they gonna try to come after a guy that could literally kill them? Yes, while he didn't play many snaps in the NFL, he is a fucking Mack truck. Yeah. Tony Khan, if he was face-to-face with Top Dollar, would shit himself. He'd be ready to throw Paul Heyman. <laughs> I, I mean, it'd be like, yo, bro, just... And the funny thing is, the fans were the ones that really... All right, so from what I gathered, it started out about sneakers, right? And then it turned into this whole other mess. Because he's just like... You know, if you guys got issues with this, whatever. And then he just spits out a diss track like that. And, and apparently Swerve said it took him 40 minutes to do. I don't oh. know. I don't know how true that is with all the recording and like all that stuff. Like I maybe be just to write the, the diss track. So it's like, you know, I'm as a fan, I'm enjoying it. Because um, I like the back and forth between some of the wrestlers like Swole was going after him. Like, him and Swole were having, like, a combo. So it was kind of funny. But it's just, like, it was about fucking sneakers. And then the Bucks had to do something. And then, you know, Tony had to get upset. And Tony's had his his curlers all twisted ever since FS1 made SmackDown an extra half an hour, which is what they did the last time it was on FS1. So, I mean, 
it's not like they did anything different. And I remember right after that, that episode, they had the um, backstage right after it. So Tony being a bitch that he is really just needs to learn how to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I want to add anything to that? Other other than what we kind of discussed, some of the stuff that uh, Tony Khan's been saying. Um, he's been getting too cocky for his pants and he just needs to, you know, watch his next move. I don't think he will, but um, I think, honestly, he needs to just kind of Yes, what he's done with AEW, I could say in a way, is great. But, um, hey, dude, your Jaguars are kind of sucking. So um, you might want to focus on them, by the way. That, 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 no, 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 that's not Tony. That's his dad. And they actually won today over in England. Yeah, the first game out of six. How long? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, but that's the thing. Like, Tony is acting like he has this open access to all this money from what i've gathered it's his father's money and daddy has football clubs over in england he's got the jaguars that are sucking and he's probably gonna have to pay for a new head coach because urban meyer's in deep shit i mean today was the first time that trevor lawrence actually looked like a decent quarterback but you know you got to pay get players to fix all your injuries I mean, I didn't care who won today's game. I mean, it helps out my Eagles in the long run with the draft pick from the Dolphins that we're getting. So, I mean, Tony acting like he's got this open ATM that he's going to sign whoever he wants to sign doesn't realize that Bischoff tried that. Eric Bischoff tried that, and he failed with Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage. You want to come after a company, you build stars. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing Brian wrestle again. I don't give two shits about Punk. I'm sorry. I, I'm 100% behind Roman. He looks like he's lost 10,000 steps. He is not that fast in ring. He looks sloppy. He looks tired and haggard. And any time anybody that takes shots at Roman, the man wrestles knowing that it honestly could be his last time. Exactly. The man has leukemia. Yes, it is in remission. But anytime it can come back and he's giving out the best performance of his life and the whole, oh, it only took you five years. Bitch, they were behind his ass when he was in the shield. And I mean, and you got to give props to Seth Rollins too, throwing dirt at Mox and, and Wyatt the other day. I saw that. I was just like, okay. I mean, that's the first intelligent thing you've said. (laughs) I mean, you're a fucking Bears fan. I don't know how smart you really are. So, but it's just, it's just amazing and, and funny how, you know, Tony really needs, Tony must have the world's smallest dick. This is, this is all this is really about. This is about how big your dick is. And Vince, in all honesty, has gone around with the biggest set of balls for the longest time. And yes, right now they are getting punched a little bit. But the fact that you had to try to get a New Japan legend and Brian Danielson to counteract probably one of the greatest women's wrestling match of the year. Not on a pay-per-view, 
for free for everybody to watch that could watch on FS1. Mm-hmm. And you want to be a petty little child because your dick is so minuscule they can't even see it from the Hubble telescope. That that's all this is is a giant whose dick and balls are bigger. And quite frankly, Becky and Sasha have the biggest pair. I want to say that was one hell of a match. Oh my god, it was fantastic. I mean, one hell of a match between those two. So that that was better than. Their, uh, their their takeover match mm-hmm. and to, and I want to put this out there right now yes Sasha Banks is one of the best but for people to say that Becky has not changed or stepped up her game or become faster or quicker you guys are too fucking deluded her mm-hmm. match with Bianca was epic mm-hmm. at what was it, Extreme Rules so, and, and her and her and Sasha, like, you know, we all know it's anti-Sasha. We all know it's anti-Mercedes. We all know that that poor child has probably got Dolce Gabbana fucking gear already made for the baby. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 don't get me wrong. I love Sasha, but that gear is so fucking ugly. It is so the, ugly. The Louis? The Louis? Yeah. It. Uh, it's, it looks like shit, dude. I'm sorry. Louis Vuitton's brown anyway, so it's like I, I know, but I like her in her like her blue gear or her. I love the um the tigers the tiger Power Rangers gear. I love that when she went wore that against um Rhonda. Okay. <laughs> speaking of Rhonda, speaking of Rhonda, she's been brought up a lot lately. Do we think she's coming back? Are, are we going to predict now that she'll be back by Royal Rumble? A surprise entrant. Well, uh, go ahead, Kelly. I'm just saying, um, it's coming up too much. Um, I've seen where um, pretty much everyone's been calling her out. She's done had so. I'm just going ahead and say, um, let's. If she's not, I'll be totally surprised. Um, but I honestly, think Ronda Rousey's going to be a surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble. I mean, there's no if, no ants, no bouts about it. Um, because I know she had said something saying you know after the baby you know she, i think you know that's what she wants she never really gave it up so she just wanted to have kids she had her kid you know so i think ronda rousey is going to make a return and it's going to get rowdy again i mean i wasn't thinking as much at first and everything but then after the interview with after what becky said the other day that ronda might i try to outdo her and come back a few months after just a few months and stuff like that and everything it, that's a challenge that's a challenge. You just challenged the baddest woman on the planet. That's not, a challenge. See, I wouldn't have thought anything of it because it's Ryan Satin. Um, and I'm not taking anything away from him, but it's he's really a nobody in the eyes of like journalists. Like when it comes to I mean to wrestling fans, he's somebody. Right. But like but like to the outside world, well, when you got TMZ running up to Becky asking her, like that's when my like I went ding 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 ding. Like something like um Warning bells, warning bells, red flag, red flag, red flag. Right. So it's like, okay, I'm either way, I'm uh I will pop if she comes back. I've always liked Rhonda. I've always respected Rhonda. I'm kind of mad that they wrote her character out of 911 because I liked the character that she had on that show <laughs> briefly. So it's like, you know, c- can she go back? Because I kind of like, you know, her and Eddie, but that's pop culture. We'll get to that another time. But still, it's like, you know, 
we never got that one-on-one I know yeah. she I know she wants that one-on-one Becky wants the one-on-one mm-hmm. and then it's like I kind of want the Shayna versus Ronda match I want either one of them to be a champion I want you know a challenge I want a fight and uh I just want that fight. I want to know who the superior person is because even though they're the four, well, now they're no longer the four, there's only two MMA horsewomen. Yeah. You know, who is the, the, the real wrestler, the, the better wrestler. Like I want that match. I want that, you know, because it's, it's kind of like watching, a, it could be kind of like watching a Sasha and Becky or a Becky and Charlotte or a Sasha and Bailey because they are good friends. They they've trained together, they've worked together, they've traveled together, they've done a lot together over the years. And it's like you, you want to see, okay, well, who's who's the baddest wrestler between the two? And you know, it's like I kind of want to see that. And I I think that would be that would make for very interesting TV, and that would bring eyes to the into the company. To be perfectly That's honest, mm-hmm. agree. All righty, ladies, shall we get to some predictions? All right, so usually I don't care for the crown jewel in the pay-per-view events over in uh, overseas too much and everything because the cards are usually whack. But this card for crown jewel, I'm actually pretty, I'm actually pretty stoked about and everything. So it's like I'm definitely excited. We got like nine matches on here. This is crazy. Nine got made already. Nine and Last two time- and two women's matches. Yeah. Nine matches with two of them being women's matches. Oh, that's right. Because I saw something on, I saw something online. Somebody had said that um, original Edges and Seth's match was supposed to be later, not at Crown Jewel, until they found out, till Seth found out that Becky was going over. Uh-uh, nope. <laughs> so it's like I'm had, going with her. I'm going with her. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think he was kind of scared of what happened last year, and he's like, "No, my wife ain't gonna be with her by herself." Exactly. Exactly. All right. So this, what, Jolly? I was going to say, Becky doesn't need Seth to protect her, though. That's the thing. I know Becky. Becky could take uh, could break some bitches herself, but you know how you know how (laughs) you know how the hubby instinct kicked in. So can't blame him for that. Oh, I can totally understand that and everything. But yeah, it'd be it'd be Becky. It'd be Becky protecting Seth if it came down to it. Probably, (laughs) most likely. (laughs) Right. All right, well, this match actually just got made this past week and everything, and this is going to be a good one for the crowd. Mansoor Mustafa Ali. This is is going to be one for the crowd, and I'm pretty sure they're all, it's going to be wonderful to see and everything. Mustafa's going to try to knock some sense into Mansoor and everything. But, 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 Mansoor is undefeated in the Saudi matches. Exactly. So, who you got, Jolie? I got Ali. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> I love Mansoor, but it's like um, listening to him talk on the bump the other day and just how passionate he is and just like him saying how much of a inspiration that this actually is for Muslim children to see two Muslim men mm-hmm. fight each other and represent their culture and and their country proudly, especially with, with uh, Mansoor being from Saudi Arabia. And, you know, it, it does mean a lot to the culture. And, you know, it's why the women's matches are also so big and, and amazing. Oh, yeah. So, but I feel that Mansoor is okay. He is a jobber. That's 
he's never going to win anything. I'm sorry. I don't see him holding any title. If anything, he like maybe can go for the cruiserweight or 24-7. 24-7. But like, I want Ali to be United States champion. I want Ali to be intercontinental champion. I want Ali to have that world heavyweight championship around his belt. Or yeah, I, I want Ali. I want all that for Ali because he has put so much time, so much effort, and has been away from his family for so long. You know, I mean, he traded one dangerous profession for another. To yeah. be perfectly honest. Amen. So I, I, I just I want Ali to win because he is just a, a step above um, Mansoor. So my pick is Ali. I definitely agree. I'm going to go with Ali as well. And just kind of piggyback on the bump, uh, the bump appearance and everything. I totally agree with him. 1000%. He is the most underutilized person in the company because he has been jobbed out. He has been robbed of like so many chances because of circumstances like, like injury and then just replacing him with a bigger name or anything like that. It's like this man, he's due, he's due, but He's got to knock some sense in a month's door first. So I got Ali. Kayla? Well, ladies, we're three for three. Ali. Because he's been, I mean, ever since he, you know, came to the roster, the whole, you know, yes, I love that Kofi, you know, got that chance. I'm still pissed off that Brock Lesnar came down. But Ali, why did you just reach up there and grab the damn briefcase anyway? Could have been champion already or, you know, whatever. You would think. But anyway, he's actually, even when he came back with Retribution, yes, I hate that they, you know, slowly just dissolved because um, it was intriguing. But um, he's just, like Jolie said, intercontinental United States, work himself up to, you know, a WWE championship, you know, give him the belt. He's He's just been, he hasn't been buried, but he's just been lingering there for a while. Like, you know, he deserves something, but they're not pushing him where he needs to be. Exactly. So hopefully with his little roadblock, let go of Monsoor. Um, I do like the guy. He is awesome in the ring. Yes, he may be undefeated in Saudi, but um, one one way to step up the peg is for him to beat Monsoor. So Ali, get it done, bud. All right. So we already touched on this match earlier and everything, but Edge, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. Let the story in finally. Look, there, there's one clear winner for this match. You think? <laughs> exactly. The fans. <laughs> um, though I am... Oh, this is so fucking hard because I could see them going in one of two ways. I could see Edge winning and Edge moving on to, you know, possibly go towards challenging Big E for the championship. Same with Seth, since they're both now on Raw. I can also see this um, not ending in the cell completely like not another fiend incident like let's say they have to throw an x and it gets delayed a little bit and then you get becky and it doesn't matter who they get and beth and it doesn't matter who gets the x let's say let's say edge goes fucking completely total ape shit and and hurts seth to the point where they have to x the match right okay so so now you've got edge pulling Seth's moves and showing up at Seth's house with Becky there or attacking Becky in ring just to piss off Seth because they got history. 
Like so, it's like I I don't want this storyline to end. I want Beth Phoenix involved. I want at I I don't care what pay per view it is at. I don't care if it's at the Royal Rumble. I don't care if it's at a fucking takeover event. I want Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch versus Beth Phoenix and Edge, an intergender tag team match. We have wanted this since she told Edge to get out of her ring and not break his neck again. Yeah. I remember that. So, like I said, I mean, they could do that. Will they do that? No. They're not that smart. I'm sorry. Vince is too stupid. And this is why they make us writers for WWE. Could they possibly, like, in in, in this now between the two and then maybe bring it up later towards WrestleMania time? It's plausible. It's even plausible it gets brought back up at the Royal Rumble. Like, let's say Edge costs Seth at the Rumble. Or Seth costs Edge at the Rumble. It can still be brought up. But so if if I want to go with my heart, I got to go Edge because I think that Seth does not need to win this feud. I think this is more of a Edge needs to win this feud type of situation. So I'm going with Edge. Kayla? Um, Like I said, I totally liked what Jolie just said. Um, Because those four in the ring, I mean, you know, obviously you got two Hall of Famers. And then two future Hall of Famers. I mean, that'd be one hell of a match. Um, now that they brought Edge into, I'm sorry, Seth into Edge's house, it's more personal. It's more intrigued. Um, I really don't want it to end, which honestly, I don't think it will, considering they both got drafted to Monday Night Raw. So um, with that being said, I think, believe it or not, Mr. E- uh, Mr. Rated R Superstar, it's going to get your upper hand on the, the visionary and rocking the suit there, uh, Rollins for the first time with the Harley Quinn looking side. But other than that, I, I don't know what else she had going on. <laughs> God bless Tony Chimmel. He was the only one who could do that, uh, that intro for uh, Edge just right. Yes. <laughs> nah, it's like, I got, I got, I got to give Edge the upper hand on this one and everything. Um, Seth might try to pull a few low blows and everything, but I definitely got to give Edge the upper hand on this one. All right, so... Well, you also have to give Edge the upper hand on this one. Yes, Seth has won and drew in a Hell in a Cell, but when it comes to last man standing matches and tables, ladders, and chairs matches and set your opponent on fire matches... Edge has the upper hand. Seth doesn't want that smoke. No. And because like with these matches and everything, Edge is like more methodical and everything. So it's just like. Like I, I was brought back to the Mick Foley Edge match when he speared him through a flaming table. I remember that one. Yeah. So it's like, it, there's just, just Seth might be Seth freaking Rollins, but this is Edge. Edge doesn't need a freaking anything. He's just Edge. The rated R superstar, because he will go to depths that Seth can't go to. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. So we have the finals of the Queen's Crown tournament. We know on one side of the bracket, Zelina's already in the finals. The other side of the bracket uh, is going to be decided on Monday between Dewdrop and Shayna Baszler. And FYI, WWE, these matches are still too damn short. But you better give these women some time at in at Crown Jewel. This is bullshit. All right, so Kayla, 
Who's winning on Monday and who's winning the finals? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here. As much as we have stated before who we would really love to win the Queen's crown, um, I would be happy for Ms. Zelina Vega. But I am going to go out on and just branch out and just take a theory prediction. Monday night, Miss Dewdrop is going to get dewdropped to the mat by Miss Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. So my prediction, Shayna's going to go. Okay. And when it comes to Crown Jewel, I'm not going to go into great detail, but a certain somebody is going to help the Queen of Spades beat Zelina Vega. And Miss Shayna is going to be the new crown queen's crown okay but i'm not gonna say who i want you to just sit there and just dwell on it you're gonna talk about sonia we ain't stupid okay so <laughs> oh from front oh okay you never know that's my prediction i think shana's gonna come out on top i'm gonna go i'm just gonna go a little backwards maybe i should go backwards on these predictions i don't know <laughs> jolly Look, I'm gonna. I stood by her from the day she was brought back, and the minute that she got put in this tournament, my prediction is uh, the Miss Lovely Thea Trinidad's Lena Vega herself, because of the fact that while yes, Shayna is good, and so is Dewdrop, but do we do we know who Lena Vega's hub is, husband is? Do we know that she's been training MMA style? Cause I do, yeah. I've she, seen it on social media. Yeah, she's got tricks up her sleeve. See, fighting somebody like Carmella or Liv, you have to use different taxes. Fighting, she, she will be ready for whoever she's got to face. I do believe that it's going to be Shayna, and I believe somebody is going to help Zelina win because because Zel- Shayna poked the wrong bitch. <gasps> oh. Oh, 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 oh. I, Naomi I, coming I, for Shayna. Oh, 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 yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'm so down with that. Because, uh-uh. And, and with the more teases of this storyline, Naomi ain't done with Shayna. Not even by a long shot. And with the other rumors that I've been seeing circulating over the dirt sheets. And yes, I know we don't read the dirt sheets for actual news, but it's a nice rumor that there is a new member of the bloodline coming. And I think we all know who that member is going to be. Nope. For sure. So Shayna fucked up. Or Naomi could help Shayna win because she still has beef with Sonya and Zelina. No, she has no beef with Zelina. Well, te- well what be what beef does she have with Zelina? I'm sorry. Who the who's the one that got pulled over a week early before the draft was supposed to be instituted to fight in a match because Sonya is a bitch right now, not wanting to fight her one on one because Sonya's chicken shit. Yeah, no, that wasn't that wasn't Zelina Vega. That was Shayna Baszler. So if anybody's gonna fuck with somebody, Naomi's gonna come after Shayna. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember her, her having beef with Zelina. Whatever, just whatever, just go on, okay? Whatever. Sorry. All right, all right. So let's see. Next up, King of the Ring tournament finals. All right. On one side we have Finn Balor. He's already in the finals. 
On the other side, Xavier Woods and Jinder Mahal, they're going to have their semifinal match on Monday. So, Jolie, who wins Monday? Who wins the crown? I see Xavier Woods winning um, just because. And honestly, I am torn on who I want to win. To be, if it, if, okay, let me do it like this. If Jinder wins, I want Finn to be the king of the ring. But if Xavier wins, can they split the crown? Please, can they both be kings of the ring? Because I, I, I can't, I can't pick. That'd be horrible. Because, but I mean, Finn has won championships. He has done everything pretty much that he can accomplish. And yes, the king of the ring is something he hasn't done. And winning the Royal Rumble is something he has. Has he won the Royal Rumble? Who? Finn. No. Okay, so okay, fine. Finn can win the Royal Rumble this year, and Xavier Woods can win King of the Ring. There we go. I'm happy now. all right Kayla Xavier Woods plain and simple um I mean yeah I'm a big Finn Balor fan but it's it's time for Xavier Woods New Day has rocked it out um they have um basically all got single pushes and competition um other than him so but then again like I said we have rumors going around what possibly could happen so um, I did see something while we're talking about rumors. Um, I did see a certain tag team partner might be turning on Xavier Woods to help Finn win the match. So anything goes at Crown Jewel, anything's a rumor, but um, I'm going for Xavier Woods because, like I said, I think he should um, should definitely win. And as far as that, Kofi might be kind of mad because Xavier Woods got going and he didn't get a chance to go, so. Hey, there you might be a little, could I say, jealous a little bit? You never know. That would be a travesty. I know, I know. They break up new day. Travesty. So, so not not only is she she wants all. Why are you starting as chaos? Why (laughs) why do you want why do you want Kofi to break up with them? I didn't say that. I said it's a rumor. She just she she just uh. Uh, uh, going over rumors she heard not that her i'm not i don't want the breakup i love the new day i love <laughs> him and kofi together i heck i even wanted to throw the tv remote at the damn screen when they sent Big E to raw and put them back to smackdown yeah split them up again exactly. yeah but but i i kind of do like the split up because i love the fact that they're going to be a thorn in the uso side for a long time i mean you think you think no no honestly think about it who gives out some of the best matches with, with for tag teams, the Usos and the New Day. New Day, yeah. So those it's two like, always. I was gonna say those two were gonna be big pain in the asses to each other for the rest of the rest of the life. <laughs> yeah, those four are just gonna be like fucking just going at. I mean, they they've already threatened. Let's see, Bloodline has already threatened Drew McIntyre. They've already threatened New Day. So I could see Drew McIntyre teaming up with New Day to take on the Bloodline, which I'm okay with. You know, and then you're going to have Big E teaming up with the Street Profits to also do the same thing if they have to. Yeah. Um, I kind of hope the Street Profits, when they go to Raw, win the tag team champions off of whoever gets them from Crown Jewel, uh, just because I feel that that match would slap at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. It, it, by the way, speaking of Usos and everything, it's like just automatically just showing up like that on Monday night. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was just weird. I guess they felt like since they're the cousins of the head of the table, the tribal chief, they can do whatever the hell they want to do. 
beats me. Well, not he, only that, you know, you know, Heyman probably like slip something in their contract where they can go back and forth between the shows. Similar to like, you know, all the shit that he gave to Brock Lesnar when he was the advocate. <laughs> right. Oh, which Friday was great. By the way, can we touch that? Are you some, it was like, are you some kind of dumbass? I've never seen a grown man shit in the ring before. It, it about six like, different times. It looked <laughs> like it. it. It really looked like it and everything. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I remember, you know, I, I thought Drake Maverick taking a piss in the ring because he got this piss scared out of him. But no, dude, Heyman dropped the Maygold Deucey when, when Brock said that and left the ring and just left Roman there fuming. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, all right. King of the Ring, Xavier. It, Xavier, hands down. He needs to win. No more ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay. No holds barred match. Goldberg or Oldberg, as Jolie puts it sometimes, versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, Lashley, send this man to retirement. That's the bathroom match, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, and it's a no holds, I know it's a no holds bar match and Cedric and uh, Sheldon could possibly get involved in everything, but it's like, Lashley, send this man to retirement. Enough already, please. For the love of God, please. Jolie, your official prediction? Okay, let's see. Hmm. Such a tough decision. God damn it, Lashley. God, oh, this hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Lashley. I'm going Lashley. Just because, like you said, um, I think this is Goldberg's last match, at least for this year. And I do enjoy the fact, and I will say this. Goldberg is doing everything he can to put Bobby Lashley over as the fucking maniacal beast that he can and i have to respect goldberg for that i honestly do and i said this like everybody's like oh he's gonna win the title i said no he's i've literally stated multiple times that lashley is going to be put over by goldberg i have said that and nobody fucking believed me and i said we're going to get a not we're eventually going to get a non-title match i and here we are yeah because goldberg can see like as much as he annoys the fuck out of people, as much as he can't act worse shit, and I'm not talking about just in ring. I've seen him on TV shows and that movie Santa Slays, which is a very campy B-rated horror Christmas fic. So, you know, I, you get a little bit of both horror and Christmas at the same time. It's a marriage made in neurotic heaven, but he can't act worth a damn. I'm he can see talent and we've all known the talent that Bobby Lashley is. And I've kind of liked the fact that he hasn't had MVP in his corner because we've got to see him on the mic. We've got to see him be more ferocious and we got to see him in a completely different aspect. And I'm, I'm for this version of Bobby Lashley. I would like the hurt business to come back and start running rough shot and then maybe have, uh, a three on three against hit row on SmackDown. You know, who, who's the better squad. Yeah. That'd be a fun match. So it's like, you know, I'm going with Lashley because I predicted this a long ass time ago. All right. Kayla. Quoting wonderful Scottish psychopath. Uh, I'm going to make it short and sweet. Thank 
must say this. I thank you. Um, but uh, like Jolie said, uh, Goldberg, he, he sees the talent. He pushes them. He wants them to be better than what they are. Um, Bobby Lashley actually has been on fire since MVP hasn't been out there coaching him and speaking for him. So it's been kind of nice just to see Bobby come out by himself. But um, in the words of Drew McIntyre, the big ball bitch will win over Oldberg. I mean, Goldberg. And uh, yeah, dude, just we'll see you next year probably. Tell somebody else, you're next. Right. Oh, man. Alrighty. WWE Championship. Big E versus Drew. This was kind of like a no-brainer to predict and everything because Drew's going to SmackDown. But it's like, it's a, it is a great match and everything to put Big E over even more because Drew's bigger. He's, had, he's, a, he's a former champion himself and everything. But of course, Big E, duh. Kayla? Big E, most definitely. Um, I could honestly maybe not see in it being a, you know, I don't know. These two are great in the ring. Um, I can kind of maybe see them, I don't know, want to take it more, go outside the ring, maybe get them self-counted out. But um, either way, I think Big either way, Big E is going to retain. Because like you said, <laughs> Drew, you've already been drafted to SmackDown. I mean, how more crazy can you be unless they totally just whip it around and surprise us but um but more than likely Big E's just gonna stay on Monday Night Raw where he's at with his wonderful gold I don't think he's kissed it yet has he uh not not on TV but apparently at the live event he was like having kind of like a makeout session with it from what like he did with the tag team titles when they got him back okay yeah Big E no buddy you don't know where that's been unless you sanitized (laughs) it well, it's been with Bobby Lashley, so. Ugh. <laughs> well, I mean, Bobby is kind of good looking, so, but I don't know. <laughs> that look she gave me, like. <laughs> and on that note, Jolie. I'm going to go with Big E, and, like, even though right now it seems like there's, like, a lot of, like, tension between the two, uh, I'm going to also predict at the end of the match uh, a handshake and uh, either Drew leaving the ring or raising up uh, Big E's hand because Drew is not going heel because there's already way too many heels on SmackDown. Right. I, um, and I just I just think that it's going to be like that ultimate put him over because like you said, Drew has beaten Goldberg. Drew has beaten uh, Lesnar. Yeah. Drew has beaten the big show. So Drew has beaten all these big ass men and for somebody like E to beat Drew... It'll be definitely like, you know, pushing him up a level. Now, like Kayla said, they could throw a fucking swerve and Drew wins. Drew stays on Raw and Big E goes to SmackDown. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of cool. But I I, I, I would just, I, I still, I'd just stay E. So, Big E. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Raw Tag Team Championships. RK Bro against AJ Styles and Omos. Again. I'm so sick of this. Damn, okay, I, I I will go first because I've already had this predicted. I've had this in the back of my head since this was first announced. We are going to see the tag team of RK Bro retain and the possible dissolving relationship between AJ and Almost starting their feud, which would help Almost in the long run 
working with somebody that is as epic and goat-like in ring as AJ Styles is. So, RK bro. Okay. I'm a- they've been what? put they've been putting it out there that they're going to break them up. And no, I, think- I I see that and everything, but I also saw something that they wanted to break them up in the draft, but they didn't because some people were saying like almost isn't ready to go singles yet. So it's like, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of fifty fifty on but, that. No, no, they wanted to put them on different brands, but if they're working a thing together, who else out of everybody besides Randy in the locker room would be able to train and and properly guide almost to us if he's in a singles competition and a revenge competition or like whatever it is, whatever they call that, I, you know, whatever he's with with in that right. storyline with AJ is AJ. I'm right. sorry, AJ is, is New Japan, TNA, ROH. He's done everything. And I think he's the best teacher for almost. And I think, you know, putting, to get, putting those two together to begin with was one of the smartest decisions Vince has ever made because almost is that powering beast-like scary dude that, like, you know, you will run away from because he reminds you of fucking Jason or Michael Myers. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, he's got the stance of fucking Michael Myers. I mean, I just literally watched Halloween Kills. I'm like, almost? No. <laughs> because, like, Jesus Christ, no, dude. Like, the dude is fucking scary. Right. right. I mean, he's probably the sweetest dude, but, like, you know, in real, like, he's got that presence. He's got that fire. He's got that. They, they can turn him into that. Mm-hmm. So, I think that if this is the breakup, like, and I thought the breakup was going to happen sooner because we've seen it. We've seen the cracks. We've seen it now for a while, but this would be the best way to actually make him into a singles competitor. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. But um, yeah, I also have RK bro retaining and everything. Kayla? Plain and simple to the point. Um, a tag team that I never thought I would be fond of. I mean, yes, I've always loved Orton. He was honestly one of the very first ones that I loved in WWE. Wasn't too fond of Riddle. Um, you know, I guess in a way they kind of grow on you. And then when him and Orton got together, it was just like, don't do it. Don't, 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 don't do it. And then it's just like, all right, they grew on me. So the oddly crazy, I cannot believe they work together. Tag team champions, RK bro is going to retain their wonderful brawl gold. And then the street profits can come in and take it from them. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, this next match just got another layer added to it, possibly to it and everything. And the drafts kind of already like possibly foreseen the future of it and everything. SmackDown Women's Championship, Triple Threat, Becky Lynch defending against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And Miss Bianca Belair may possibly be going into it as a champion already because she's facing Charlotte on Monday for the Raw Women's title. Layer beyond layer. This one got very interesting. It's been getting interesting over the last few weeks. And so it's just like this match is going to slay the fans win. I cannot wait. (sighs) Who wants it? Who's first? I'll go. All right. So we had Sasha and both and Bianca standing tall at the end of the match on Friday Night SmackDown. The million dollar question is, will either Becky or Sasha show up Monday night? If they do, 
and they interfere with that match, it could be seen one of two ways. Depends on who's standing tall at the end. I've always, it, it's been hit or miss with who stands tall. That's the one who wins or loses. And right now, Becky has constantly been like, she's only stood tall once so far and everybody else. So I have a feeling that Becky Lynch will retain and she and Charlotte Flair are going to have to exchange belts. And then we're going to get that excellent series between Charlotte and Sasha. We get to restart that rivalry because she wants to, to win and be surpassing Ric Flair before Charlotte. So we shall see. I, I honestly feel that that's a way that they could do it just because of the fact that who are you going to give the Raw title to? You can't have Charlotte on, on Raw. So it has to be, it's either going to go to Bianca or Sasha and, or uh, Bianca or Becky, and they're going to have to exchange the belts, just like they did with the SmackDown titles, tag titles, and the Raw tag titles last draft. So, but I'm going with Becky because of the fact that she has kind of been losing for the most part lately. All right. Kayla? Um. Like Jolie said, um, like I was, you know, it could go either way. Could we have Bianca's Raw Women's Champion tomorrow? Um, have Becky lose the title to Sasha because she's staying on SmackDown. You know, it kind of makes you think about it. Like, how's this going to go? Um, but more than likely, I don't see them stripping. Well, not actually technically stripping. Um, taking the titles away from miss flair and miss lynch right now so like jolie said uh charlotte's going to retain tomorrow on monday night becky's going to retain at crown jewel and they're just going to swap the titles because truthfully i would love to see the um round two of uh charlotte and sasha go at it again well then again if she does that yeah she'll definitely be past 16 time by the time she gets that yep (laughs) But also, it's like if Sasha ends up winning and everything, we can still get the, we'll still see the Charlotte and Sasha again and everything. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, when they did the swap for the tag titles before and everything, I'm like, I'm like really? I was, I really wasn't a huge fan of that, but that did elevate New Day past uh, Dudley Boys for the amount of title range and everything. So, and then of course they won one more. So that helped them on that. So when they went for the Raw Women's Tag Team Championship, they went, what, four? Was it five? five back and forth five times or four times? I think it was four, wasn't it? About At least three or four. Well, if that's the case, Charlotte would. Because, because Sasha, won, Sasha won her first three against Charlotte. So, And then, like, the fourth time, Charlotte took it back from her. So, so they kept going back. Yeah, she'll be tied if they do that. She'll be tied at 16 if not break it. So, yeah. <laughs> honestly because i'm not too big of the uh i'm not too big of a fan of a title swap especially with the major titles like that and everything um i see bianca winning monday night and i actually see sasha winning uh crown jewel only because i'm not a big fan of the uh the title swap and everything so all right this last one i this last one's kind of going to be like a no-brainer to pick and everything because war has it they don't want to take the title off him anytime soon and everything roman versus brock for the universal championship i want to see like more of like who's behind brock 
is it actually Paul or is it one of the or is it Jimmy and everything? So, Kayla, what's going to happen with us? I'm kind of intrigued because, but then again, is this just Brock trying to get in Paul, uh, trying to get in Roman's head, trying to get Paul to turn on him, or trying to get Roman to turn on him? Um, but it's just basically, if I had to choose, say, it's Brock playing games. It's Brock, the fun, loving beast Brock that we all love. He's having fun with it. You know, because like he said, he can do whatever the hell he wants to do. Brock does what Brock does. So, um, but I will say this. um, Once again, back it up. I've heard this may be true because rumors are stating that a certain family member of the head of the table is supposed to return around Survivor Series and confront him the way he's been treating family. So with that being true, don't be shaking your head at me. He's filming. He's not going to have a chance to. How do you know he's filming? Dude, they just had a fucking DC Universe thing yesterday. He's filming the fucking Dark Adam. Not Dark Adam. He can still take time off. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a DCU movie. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. But... (laughs) I'm just saying. Either way, no, it's it, it, there. That got pushed back. They said that storyline's getting pushed back until it's in LA. So we have a whole year. So you mean to tell me? Yes. That we got to acknowledge this motherfucking Roman Reigns head of the table travel chief until fucking Los Angeles WrestleMania. Yes. Ah, I hope not. They can take him off. They can take a title off him for like a month or something. Give us a break, damn it, dear Lord, dear Lord, help me. <laughs> Lord help me. But as much as I would love to see Brock holding titles again, oh, I hate to say it. I think Brock, I don't care. Just just cancel it, dude. I just come confront your cousin. I don't care. Um, Rikishi, come confront your son. Come get him. I'm sorry, your uh nephew. nephew. Sorry. Come get him. Come get your sons as well, because they're being dobo bags too. <laughs> but it, what the fuck is a dobo bag? That was the first word. Kayla's officially lost it. Jesus Christ! I thought I was the crazy one. <laughs> I just the first thing that popped in my head. Um, but unfortunately, I hate to say it, we better go ahead and just drop to our knees and acknowledge him because uh, head of the table. Oh shit! That means he'll he's going to end up breaking Brock's record. Well, okay, yeah, because right now Brock holds it for about five hundred and four days for the Universal Championship. Yeah, uh, Roman's at four something. He has about 90, I think I looked it up, I think he had about 95 more days to break it. No, 95 more days to tie it and 96 to break it. Okay. Oh, Lord. Yes, Mr. Just, yeah, I'm not acknowledging you. Um, But Roman's going to retain. And funny story, um, what was it, back when they had those um, meet and greets, I told my mom about it. They had Roman did a meet and greet. Yeah. And he pops up, he looks at little kid, and he says, acknowledge me. And the little kid's reply was, I ain't acknowledging you. It's been a dream of mine to meet all three members of the S.H.I.E.L.D., and you're the last one. And all he said was, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought it was funny that, you know, talking about Roman, he's like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Unfortunately, I can't say that because I've only met one third of the S.H.I.E.L.D., so but right. eventually, but eventually I will meet the other two. Um, but yes, unfortunately, <sighs> Roman buddy yeah he's gonna retain 
Yeah. Well, here's here's my acknowledgement for him. <laughs> That's what my mom feels about him right now. It's like acknowledge him. She goes, "Yeah, fuck you." Yeah, it's like here you go. There's my acknowledgement. <laughs> Jolly. Well, I do not acknowledge him. I respect him. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. am picking Roman Reigns to retain his title, and then at whatever pay per view is at the New Year's Revolution, whatever the New Year's Day one, they can have Paul Heyman in a fucking shark tank and we can fight for him. Um, or a walrus tank, I don't know. <laughs> Above the cage. You know, free the walrus. There you go. Free um, the walrus that shits his pants match. <laughs> <laughs> but going off of like who is pulling Brock Lesnar strings and I, that that's very interesting um because I, I don't see it being either of the Usos I don't see anybody like that I could see it being somebody that we would not even expect I could see it being like you know maybe a way to bring back in certain players um more full-time on screen so a certain female general manager can come back to wrestling and i feel that maybe it's a certain authority figure pulling the strings of brock lesnar interesting very interesting little british invasion here Hmm. because she's certain that certain person's been putting a lot of hints out there on certain things yep and i like that Interesting. Jolly with the swerve. <laughs> Once again, WWE, hire us, please. See, I told you we got the ideas. Especially our wonderful Jester. She's got the ideas. She's got the theories, you know. Yeah. Damn it, hire us. Exactly. And Mom's she don't gonna... live too far from Connecticut, so it would work out. <laughs> That's true. That's she's true. She, she is the closest out of all, all three of us and everything. I'm yeah, like seven hours away. Yes. Yeah. You would make it work. <laughs> yeah oh and by the way speaking of swerves and everything carmelo hayes what the congratulations hell? congratulations that was, that was the best swerve i mean i'm so glad like don't get me wrong that match was fire 100 um santos and swerve put on like 10 star matches fuck you Meltzer. so yeah that that like watching those guys wrestle just made my night but seeing Carmelo come out and just pull a money in the bank attack <laughs> a la Edge or Seth Rollins. You know, I-, I got nothing but respect for the dude. I'm so glad that it went to another person of color mm-hmm. um, holding that title. And I feel that, you know, Carmelo is going to be one hell of an amazing champion. And now Swerve can go after Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship. There you go. There you go. There you go. Whew. Interesting week ahead. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Oh, that was random. Sorry. No, I just pulled up the Carolina Panthers game. Last time I heard that they were losing, I saw that they were losing. But with 42 seconds left in the game, they are tied at 28. I was nice. like, oh, shit. Didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, ladies, any final thoughts? I'm actually looking forward to Crown Jewel. It's at noon. I'll be able to watch it, get ready for work, go to work, and then be happy. I I, I think that this is 
probably the best crown jewel. We don't have any really gimmicky matches like we've had in the past, like with Undertaker, Kane versus DX or the Fiend and Goldberg match, you know, where we all automatically knew that Goldberg was going to win. Um, I'm happy that Bobby Fish has a home in AEW. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tony Khan, shut the fuck up. Second that. <laughs> Kayla? Um, like Jolie said, Crown Jewel. Um, it does come on at 12 o'clock. I'm going to get up early enough that day, get ready for, you know, get everything I need to do for work, um, watch as much as I can. Um, as long as it's Dover, and it should be, what, about at least three hours. So it should be done by 3.15 so I get to work on time. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to Crown Jewel. Um, like I said, you know, we said the matches can go either way. It could shock us either way. Anything could happen. Um, looking forward to it. Um, like I said, we also say congratulations to Carmelo Kamar- Carmelo Hayes for you know becoming NXT North American champion. Well deserved from being from Breakout superstar. Um, also, congratulations to Miss Lacey Evans for her birth of her baby girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like Jolie said, um, shut the fuck up, Tony Khan. You're getting too cocky for your pants. And, you know, what you do have going for AEW, you, it's, you know, you got, you got something good going, but just watch what you do. Watch what you say, because you might, even though you do gather up some WWE superstars that used to work there, they still got friends in the company, so kind of kind of watch what you do. So, um, but yeah, congratulations to any thing thing else that's happened in the wrestling world. And oh, FTR became the Lucha AAA Tag Team Champions. I saw Lucha Libre AAA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Congrats to them. Um, anybody? No. Um, also, oh. dear AJ Lee, cut Tessa. You, you're getting too much shit right now. Y'all yeah. stupid on that one. Y'all very yeah. fucking stupid on that one. Oh, and the, I can't remember if it's Dynamite or Rampage. I think it's Rampage. They're going to announce the AEW TBS Women's Tournament card. Go ahead you and tell you right The Hose card, right? The Hose champion. <laughs> But I will say this, if a certain somebody is not on that card, you're going to get a RAN article. I won't promise you that if they don't win, that I'll be okay with it. You know, I'll deal with it. But At least give her a shot. But at least put her on that card. If you don't put her on that card, yeah, you got another RAN article coming. So, And on that note... All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.